We're for sharing innovative treatments and preventing disease before it ever develops. Learn how our team is working to better care for you on this edition of UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. The vascular system is a complex system in the body, but certain things can go wrong with it. My guest today is Dr. Margaret Tracy. She's a board-certified vascular surgeon and president of Virginia Vascular Society who provides comprehensive treatment and care for a range of vascular conditions. Welcome to the show, Dr. Tracy. What are some of the most common vascular conditions that you encounter? Thank you for having me. The most common disorders that we treat are disorders of both the arteries and the veins. In the arterial system, really much of our practice is centered around the treatment of atherosclerosis. This is very closely related to coronary artery disease. And what we most commonly see is atherosclerosis of the carotid arteries, which can be associated with stroke, and atherosclerosis of the arteries of the legs, which can be associated with a range of symptoms from Uh, cramping of the legs with exercise to uh, failure to heal ulcers, these long-standing persistent sores in the legs, um, to even loss of limbs. Dr. Tracy, people are always worried about symptoms of vascular disease, peripheral vascular disease, heart disease. They're always looking for those red flags to give them a better sort of chance. You know, when you mentioned the legs hot feeling, blood clots. Tell us some symptoms that we might come up with for any of these vascular conditions that people really need to be aware with, aware of when they're exercising and when they're at rest. Absolutely. As I said, the most commonly treated condition for us in the legs is atherosclerotic disease. And what people notice is essentially the symptoms of angina in the legs. When they exercise, the muscles demand more oxygen, the body's not able to deliver that, and they feel a cramping or charley horse sensation in the leg with exercise. People will tell you, I get 50 yards and my legs cramp up on me. In more severe cases, people will find that they have ulcers that won't heal or constant pain in their feet, and those can both be associated with bad atherosclerotic disease of the legs. We also get inquiries about venous disease. People will see varicose veins, or notice that they have swelling or bulging in, of veins in their legs, we then uh, screen them for either occlusive disease, which would be blood clots, or what we call reflux disease, which is badly functioning valves in the veins. If people are experiencing this claudication or pain in their legs when they're exercising or any of these other conditions, do you recommend screening, vascular screening? Who should be screened? We absolutely do. Uh, There are a number of different screening tests available, and each one of them has slightly different criteria. I think one of the most important screening initiatives that vascular surgery has supported is screening for abdominal aortic aneurysms. Unlike all of the other conditions that we've described, aneurysms are really insidious because they don't come with symptoms, typically. Um, People will sometimes have a family history of aneurysm, but more often not. So we do recommend that people have a simple ultrasound screening uh, for men over the age of 65 or 55 if they have any family history of aneurysm. And for all women over the ages of 65 who have either a family history of aneurysm or are smokers. For peripheral arterial disease, anybody who's got significant 
atherosclerotic disease and other areas, known coronary artery disease, known carotid artery disease ought to be screened. And certainly anybody who's having symptoms potentially of claudication or noticing that they're having sores on their feet that won't heal. With regard to carotid artery disease, again, this tends to be a condition that's insidious. It's not symptomatic until somebody has a stroke. And again, we do tend to recommend that people undergo simple ultrasound screening for this if they have other significant atherosclerotic disease, either coronary artery disease or known peripheral artery disease. So now tell us some of the latest advances in the treatment of some of these common vascular conditions. Sure. Vascular surgery has been one of the most exciting areas in medicine over the last 10 or 15 years, um, primarily in the area of minimally invasive treatment of all each of these categories of disease. With regard to um, arterial aneurysms, particularly aortic aneurysms, virtually all of these can be treated with stents now uh, rather than open surgery. And we're just becoming uh, more able to treat aneurysms of the mid-portion of the aorta, the branch portion of the aorta, with stents. Uh, And this was an area that historically we hadn't had the technology to manage this way, so it's incredibly exciting. In the area of peripheral artery disease, new technologies such as drug-eluting stents or balloons that actually treat uh, chemically treat the lesions uh, while we're ballooning them or stenting them seem to be effective in reducing the rate of re-narrowing over time, and we're very excited about, about these as well. And finally, in a similar fashion, endovascular or minimally invasive catheter-based treatment has uh, revolutionized the treatment of venous disease. Uh, a lot of people remember the old-fashioned vein stripping, which could be fairly extensive surgery and painful, and for the vast majority of patients, that's been transformed into um, an in-and-out day procedure that essentially requires a single Band-Aid for addressing. That's fascinating. Can you give the listeners some of your best advice on prevention of vascular disease so maybe they don't need any of these treatments? Absolutely, and thanks for asking. That's a wonderful question. Part of the reason that we're so supportive of screening is that the most important thing about identifying vascular disease, particularly atherosclerotic disease, is that early management with exercise, aspirin, cholesterol management, and blood pressure management, and in the case of folks who are diabetic, blood sugar management, not only can slow or reverse the progression of disease, but ultimately uh, the most significant impact is on the rate of heart attacks and strokes. And you really have an opportunity to impact not just the symptoms from this particular manifestation of the problem, but actually extend people's lifetimes and quality of life. And why should patients come to UVA for their vascular care? We've got a wonderful group of fellowship-trained, board-certified vascular surgeons who are national and international experts in all areas of vascular surgery. And these are folks who are writing the textbooks and and traveling nationally and internationally to teach other people about this. As a result, we really do have access to the latest techniques and technology, including access to technologies that are really only available through clinical trials. Uh, At this point, we're um, part of a number of large trials sponsored by the NIH, sponsored by industry, and uh, have quite a bit to offer. 
We also have a great multidisciplinary team, and we really view this as a cardiovascular center of excellence. It involves having a certified uh, top-quality vascular lab uh, with technicians and equipment to, to do the best diagnostics, and a wonderful interdisciplinary relationship with cardiology, cardiovascular medicine, interventional radiology, cardiac surgery, endocrinology, and other specialties that really need to be involved in the 360-degree treatment of vascular disease. We also have an absolutely wonderful team of nurse practitioners and physician assistants uh, who are specifically trained in vascular disease and incredibly dedicated to the care of our patients. In just the last minute, Dr. Tracy, if you would, give your best advice for people that might already be suffering with vascular disease, peripheral vascular disease, and, you know, just really give them your best advice about things that they can do, lifestyle management. Absolutely. I think that that it absolutely makes sense to approach your physician about treating and managing peripheral arterial disease. Like all atherosclerotic disease, the management depends on exercise, which encourages your body to build up its own, its own collateral system or other branch vessels to, to relieve symptoms. And management of atherosclerosis, really the mainstays of that are, are medication, such as aspirin, frequently statins in the management of uh, high cholesterol and the management of hypertension or high blood pressure, and blood glucose or blood sugar in in diabetic patients. All of those things are a routine portion of that and absolutely things that can typically be managed by your regular primary care physician. It makes sense to involve a vascular surgeon, a cardiovascular expert, because we can actually quantify the disease, and in the most most instances, we can actually get you help get you feeling better. There are treatments for this, there are options for this, and we can all work together to make sure that we're doing absolutely everything we can do to offer you the longest, healthiest, you know, most symptom-free life that, that, that we can. And all of that depends on really early lifestyle changes and, uh, again, a 360-degree approach to this. Thank you so much. What great information. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.